welcome to our next episode of In Conversation with Oma. And uh, let's just go straight into it. Good afternoon, Mum. How are you? Good, good. So, Mum, I've been doing a bit of reflecting, and when when you've been talking, we've done a lot about what you've done and when you've done it, but we haven't actually asked or explored the why. So, what I'd really like to understand is why Ireland, Dublin, Thingless, and Wicklow. Hollow. I wasn't called Fiha, it was called Van Heist because they, he was the owner of Mr. Van Heist. And the, the radiators were called Fiha because in Dutch, Van Heist is Fiha. So that's how they got Fiha. But they, Daddy worked there and they decided they had a lot of clients in Ireland. They had a salesperson here, and obvious business was going well here. So they decided they should have a depot in Ireland and maybe do a bit of work on them as well. So that's why Daddy was sent to Ireland. Okay. And when we came to Fingers, you know, everything was organized by the factory. They had the thing in Finglas, the whole the factory hall. So was Finglas was Finglas a factory? Was Finglas a factory or was it a just a depot? I am not quite sure. I think it was a depot. They might have eventually um, assembled things a bit, but it was never more than. A large depot, I think. It was just one hall. Okay. With a bit of an office in the front. And that was in Finglas? And that was in Finglas. And one man came as well from Holland, Paul, Paul Kunkels. And he worked in the factory. Now, I don't know what happened to him. He didn't stay. He certainly didn't go to Wicklow. But he's still in Ireland. Because we met him at the funeral. Yeah. Ah, okay. So that was okay. And then the factory in Holland decided, after all those years, business must be going very well, I think. Lots of clients. So they, the radiators should be manufactured here in Ireland. And for, for that, of course, you had to start with steel. They had to be pressed into into radiators and stuck together and filled and painted and all that. So they needed a much bigger place and there was no room in fingers. So they that all was organized by the people in Holland. And they must have looked around for places and uh, there to start and that's how we came in to Wicklow. Okay. 
and in terms of um, my, my big memories of the people in, in the factory were Mr. Pickerel and Mr. Lynch. Where did they appear on the whole scene? Were they Wicklow people or? Of her, and uh, he he, he, he came business. He, he was good. And, uh, so they, so Mr. Lynch came on the back of his, uh, on the back of his sister. So his sister arrived first. I don't know how he got employed, but he got, he was certainly working in Fingless. As, as the, the, the factory manager, I suppose. And Miss Pickerel must have been in the office because Miss Pickerel's parents lived on the lawn in Fingers. Wow, everyone lived on the lawn, Mum. The ministers and you and the... It was a very exclusive little <laughs> And uh, yeah, so they both came to Wicklow as well. And the factory in, in Holland, Urban and bought the house. We didn't buy an old house in Finglas, so they bought the house. In Finglas? I don't know what happened with Mr. Lynch and Mr. Pickerel, but I have a feeling that at some stage the factory and another house, one or two houses somewhere in one of those estates. In Dublin? In, 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 in okay. So maybe they put them up in, in the house. They, first, they certainly looked after it all well. There was nothing we had to do in the line of uh, of, of paying. And and your your house, your house, Seaview House. Uh, the factory bought that, or yeah, the factory. Okay. Very good. And where did the um, okay? And where did the the um, the Wales um, setup start? So the Wrexham. That was all very much later because first of all, uh, the factory in in Wicklow was doing well and everything was great, but then. Years and years later, I don't know how many years, but a long time later, the factory in Holland went, I don't know, bankrupt or whatever. And Daddy wanted to buy out the Irish operation. Of 
because we had very little money, not enough money for that anyway, although we had we lived very, very economical and I'm sure Daddy got a good salary. So Daddy asked my mother, would she help? And that was really a blow, but I can understand my mother said no. My mother was used to a civil servant life and felt that the money she had should be used for the children if they wanted to study or so she said I will always look after the children but I don't put money in the factory. So they daddy got help from the IDA. Yeah. And I think it was a good it was a very good business. Yeah. And there are no problems whatsoever. So And didn't he go when the when the um business in Holland went uh, bankrupt, didn't he go with I can't remember the um, person, but he went with one of the production people across to look at all the tooling. Who was that? Who was the? He went across to look at what? At all the tooling in the um, the in in Holland, and he bought that off the liquidator. Who was the guy that he, he did that with? generally no daddy never talked about the business at all daddy didn't believe in women being involved in business I would, I would, we were all very good to keep the home front going but that was about it and i i knew very little about it but for instance when i came here there was dennis one of the residents and I sat with at the table with him and his brother who was in banking had said to Dennis, Oh yes, I remember the past of years. I I was involved in the takeover. So Daddy must have got loans and 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 it worked. Yeah. And how it ended up, I don't know, I don't think in the end the IDA was involved anymore and, and Debbie, they, Debbie worked extremely hard and it was a very happy place, people were happy. We had the children's party at Christmas and it was just all very pleasant and I know there was some, I think, 10 years in Bixo or something like that. That was a celebration and we all mixed together and it was great. Yeah. And it was only a long, long time after that that the strike came. But before that, Daddy wanted to open a, a, a branch in Wales. And, uh, he eventually, that's what the man in Wales told me, he wanted that to be the main business. So we went over every week from Monday to Friday to Wrexham, I think. Yeah, yeah. And, and stayed there and worked and worked very hard. But somehow it didn't work in the end. 
So that had to get closed and come back again. Okay. And that, that was, of course, very much disappointing. And that was, um, wasn't it Mr. Bunting who was the, uh, the sales guy over there? Mr. Bunting was the salesman in, in, in Ireland. Oh, I thought he was England. Also, that probably yeah, also to the UK. There's a lot of business done with the UK. Yeah, I can, I can. That was really very awful. And Daddy there again didn't talk, but it must have been absolutely hope, absolutely awful because he had built that factory up from nothing, really. Yeah. And Dirk was working with him full time at that stage as well. Yeah, Dirk yeah. had just started. So it was a long time after all the other things happened. Yeah. And in a way, I often think back and I saw back at the time, not immediately, but afterward. If it had gone on, then he wouldn't have given up work. He would have been totally involved. You probably would have got working there as well. The two, both Dirk and you, would have maybe new ideas, but then he wouldn't listen to. So it, it wouldn't be an ideal situation, I think. Yeah, I suspect there would have been some falling outs. And just in terms of Wicklow, Mum, Wicklow would have been chosen because it was beside the sea as well. And obviously the IDA would have helped with with where they wanted to put employment and things like that. But but it was it was definitely well part of it would have been that it was by the sea because that's where the steel came into. From Wales and from Finland. Steel came in from I don't know if it 
Yeah, definitely came into Wicklow. I remember the ships coming yeah. in. I remember being on, on, on lorries and coming into Wicklow. Ah. And also that steel, some of the steel came from Finland. Yeah. And one of the things we, we went to Finland, we went to Helsinki and to Steady and me and Elijah and Eileen. And the people there had organized a trip for us all over Finland. That was absolutely beautiful. But the thing was, nobody spoke English and we had the word Finnish. It was difficult. Yeah. We ended up in one of the places that obviously belonged to their factory. And it was a holiday place. And we ended up arrived there and there was a sauna, a huge big sauna with lots of people in it and we were in and yeah, we we, 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 that was very interesting and then we went back later to Finland with you and Dirk yeah. and we uh, stayed in Uchioki, remember Uchioki? I remember going fishing too, Mum. I just didn't catch anything. I think Dirk and Dad caught, but not me. But uh, the only thing I caught was the bites from the uh, mosquitoes. <laughs> there were an enormous amount of mosquitoes. It was awful. Yeah. Sometimes you got out of the car and there was really a sheet of mosquitoes. Yeah. Yeah, but it was a lovely country, beautiful. Yeah. Oh. So that was one of the perks, I suppose, not that they paid for it, but that we got the opportunity to see that well from not the much touristy thing, but yeah. in a proper way. Oh. And we went to Wales, there was a contact with Wales as well for steel. Yeah. Um, Port Talbot. I think some of the special steel came from Port Talbert. But, uh, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, so all those things were new. Uh, yeah, it was all great. Great opportunities and great experiences. Yeah. Very interesting, Mum. It's it's really interesting to get. Yeah, I think it's really interesting to hear your perspective because I've heard lots of Dad's perspective, but yours is very different. So it's very interesting. Yeah. So thank you so much, Mom. Yeah.